Hey family, thank you for following and trusting the path that led you here. This is Flow Space, Conscious Conversations with J&D. I'm Jerrica. And I'm Deandra. Our discussions will be led by intuition and spirit as we continue to evolve and learn about what it means to live an earthly human experience. I guess not, but I want something. Thanks for human desire. I know. The human desire will do it for you. Because it's safe to deny the human desires, the instant gratifications. It's such a practice. It's, I feel like, a great practice. You can focus on just that all your life. <laughs> oh, man. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of the monks when they give in to joy, but then you discover that joy is always present if you allow it, if you are welcome to that perception of perceiving life. Yeah. It's really the simplification of all things. But then I start thinking, I'm like, okay, but what does that mean? Yeah. You don't we need to know what it means, it. though. <laughs> Uh, okay. I feel like we've spoken to somebody or we've seen someone say, okay, like, how can you simplify? Okay, how can you simplify it again? How can you simplify it? Okay, no, simpler, simpler. Uh, And no, that's really good because that's literally it. It's always asking, I feel, within the self when something arises is it the simplest version of the present moment, you know, and then exploring through that curiosity to arrive at like the, the silence, literally. And it makes sense why someone can be silent, not have a lot to say, not have a lot of questions to ask, Mm -hmm. just always in the state of listening within, you know, being present with experience, listening, for what's to be truly received. Yeah, it's truly a practice. It is. It is, especially when there's a lot of desires present. So it reminds me of Tatus, the person you sent me from that video, I think on TikTok, and how he acknowledges that he has desires, but he's he like remains on the path because it's what's best. And he talks about the instant gratification. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good example, too. Yeah, so it's all of those things. Because it's nice to know that, you know, I don't know if you master it and you just, or you're so convicted in what you're here to do that that keeps you on the path. And then, like, releases the confusion that can be present as to, Oh, what it is that I'm supposed to be doing, or I want to be doing this because this is how I feel. Like I want to be showing up for others and to serve. You know? Mm-hmm. Like the question. Yeah, because that concept of serving and showing up for others, I feel is just more of an illusion. 
was like how to serve and show up for ourselves. Even not even. It's just like because the the thing that we've learned is the concept of like right now making money to survive and then like how people tie that to like through your passion or your purpose is how you make the money but we've learned that that's not necessarily the case and then like just your way of being whatever it is being that always serves so much more to like the whole yourself others like everything but that's it that's when it gets so complicated like putting the words to it because like it's not even that serious it's simpler than that yeah and I think that's part of it which can be challenging like to find something to speak about because speaking on anything can complicate anything that we're talking about like whatever the topic is you know yeah and that's when like the over explaining comes to play and because that's like the human yeah so yeah it's like the same origin of like the desires and all these things it's so funny like we made it to episode 100 on the podcast and we said we wanted to move to more energetics and then we just disappear (laughs) (laughs) but it's true and then it goes back to when you Oh, there was a bead that just came to my window. It, like, distracted me. It goes back to we set intentions and we aren't certain as to how they'll manifest. But we set that intention and you can feel like it's coming forward in a way unexpected. Because we can speak on things, but they seem simple. Like our conversations don't seem like fueled with a lot of like energy or like conviction on one set outlook on life because we're constantly flowing and we're open to whatever it is. So I'm like, oh, this is the way. It's like, it's whatever. whatever it is right now until it's not <laughs> literally it's the right now right although i would still like to i'm sure it's part human to even want this which i'm i'm 100 sure it is want to show up in a way where it's aligned and it's the thing to be doing and what I occupy my time with while also showing like I am human, like and not just like going online when things are good. Yeah, they used the platform for what it was created to be like mm. a glimpse into the life as opposed to this platform, like you're on this platform and then everybody's like viewing you. That's that's a cool play on words because since it's referred to as a platform Mm -hmm. yeah I feel like we're really arriving to something and part of it was because we had to work through figuring out what is our true way that we want to show up we had to work through and I feel we're still obviously doing that since we're having this conversation work through how we're meant to show up you know based off like what we've seen 
and whatever it is that we have to work on within ourselves to recognize how it is that we're trying to show up that isn't in alignment with like really our truth. Mm-hmm. And that actually brings forward something for me as well in terms of the podcast itself. And it's kind of something that we spoke about, I think, last week, where it's like we said, okay, we're going to be going into the energetics of things, but then removing that human aspect and like going into the energetics of things is still like being above, like where we consider our listeners to be, you know, like, okay, we're moving in this direction. If you want to learn, listen to our previous episodes. So it, it again, creates this like distance between actuality like reality where we're at and then the things that we move through because in life there are moments of peaks like the ebbs and flows so you have the peaks and you have the lows and if we only decide to speak on the peaks and like what's fun and feels good what about all those other things that we do move through you can't just pretend that they're not there you know because then you're now creating this facade and that's where the energy is now not authentic and that's where you can feel people's energy being off Mm, really powerful because it's not it's not showing up in a whole form like embodying our shadow and the light to like put it in that way Mm-hmm. And it's like denying an aspect of ourselves that's not worthy of being shown when that's not the case. Exactly. We've, we had this desire to be like in the light all the time and be perceived and that be the what's translated. Exactly. And I think that that's where the medicine actually truly lives in conscious conversations and things like that. So it's just reminding us to be here present with whatever it is as opposed to curating an experience through our highest highs and wanting to just focus on that because while that's great and I feel like the more that we surrender to the moment naturally the more maybe those high highs will be present and will be able to be speaking about but if we're in search for that to be the topic of conversation we we're being presented with the challenge because it's not it's not there right now mm-hmm. okay so where does that leave us <laughs> <laughs> it leaves us with simplification yeah because i really want to I don't know if name is the right word, but I want to be made aware and have language for what it is that has transpired. So to be able to recognize if and when it surfaces again, that takes us out of this deepening of this realization that we're having now, because it's Mm -hmm. not the first time we've spoken on this. No, and I think that it always comes back to the human desires or the ego when that comes out of balance, because it's something that We're not walking around with our ego, like screaming in the way that we might believe the ego shows up, but in the subtleties, the way that the ego shows up is where we can get like put off of track. We can allow the ego to take form just in that simple way of thinking that we're somewhere that we're not truly at. 
It's really funny because it reminds me of like conversations we've had and it can be almost like a judgment in terms of like how something or someone else presents as if like we don't do the same. <laughs> and I want to acknowledge that because it's not something that I want to like give energy towards. Yeah. It's recognizing the, returning back to the humanness and the oneness and extending grace and doing the same for ourselves and not feeling like we have to show up in only this specific way. And if we're not showing up in that way, then we're not worthy of showing up. I think that's such a important piece to really carry forward because when we consider the message that we want to bring forward and if we consider like even calling ourselves beings of light or other words that we can put to express what we're here on earth to do right now, it can put a pressure on us to make sure that we're portraying that and really amplifying that energy. And then in the moments that we're not doing it, we might not feel worthy enough to be on display. And like you said, that's taking away from our wholeness. That's not us in our entirety because as much light as we can hold within our vessels and our experience, we can hold that same amount of darkness. And it's not necessarily darkness being a bad thing, but it's the depths of our shadows. And in order to really fully embody your light, you must embody those shadows too. And it's really alleviating that connotation that the shadow self and all those other things are like lower vibrations, because I don't think it's as I'm speaking to you, I don't think it's a matter of it being a lower vibration. It's a different frequency. And that's okay, because in the oneness, all of this stuff exists together. So I'm appreciating the conversation for that gentle reminder that it's okay to show up and just show up as ourself in that moment, no matter what it looks like. You know, we've worked through showing up and being seen in many different ways and I think this is just another layer of that reminding ourselves we are human we are here to experience and if that's what the message is being called to be shared in that moment so be it don't try to control it and alter it and put a filter on it to make things pretty yeah and that's something that we return to so many times it's funny that it circles back again and that's one of the greatest medicines that we have to offer each other and mm -hmm. this platform, like how it serves us, because it reminds us of that when navigating human life outside of this platform and recognizing and how we haven't been doing that mm -hmm. or have like straight the path of that. And it shows the worthiness of being human and like all sides and all facets of human existence is valid. Yeah feel like it brings like a softness and a gentleness um to how how it is that we show up and commune with the world and with our inner world to allow us to commune and anchor that in into our external worlds like it's all welcomed there is exactly. no like, oh, turn away or you can't show up in this way because that's not being perceived or isn't something that's of the highest light yeah, and I think going back to that um, example I gave with the platform, because of that, like the concept of being on a platform and being viewed, it adds that pressure. And it's so easy to allow that pressure to subtly speak to the mind and influence different decisions we make or 
Just something so simple as influence our way of being. How effortless is it whenever we're together in text, on the phone, in person, to just flow in conversation? But then ever since deciding that we were going to go towards a more energetic flow for our podcast, there was something to work through. It wasn't as effortless. And I would say even like if I'm thinking about it in its entirety, I think even our connection, one, because life has been busy, but we're not speaking as much or seeing each other. We fell back into that pattern of, I guess, not connecting fully, yet we're trying to connect on an energetic level when we come together for our podcast. So if you're not fueling the connection, how can we expect it to just effortlessly be there if we've shifted in a way that through our own like decisions um, led us here? You know, like we want to be in the energetics, but we're not doing to anything to fuel the energetics, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, because it's been pretty recent, too, because we had spent yeah. more time together than I feel that we do commonly, mm-hmm. like not too long ago. And then we went from that to like, OK, we haven't seen each other, I don't think, since. Yeah, I don't think so. And that, that's all the timing. Time. Yeah, in passing, like for five minutes. But that's all, um, I feel like that's all connected deeply to what we're experiencing right now. So. Yeah, because it starts like with with us and since flow space is our joint entity, mm-hmm. then it goes into that and then it then translates into how these blockages can be present when trying to connect in this space to then share it on this platform and it goes back to the pressure that you were talking about when having this platform like okay I have to show up in this kind of way and like disregard whatever lack of depth of connection that we haven't been able to like nurture within ourselves and each other Mm -hmm. to like put that to the wayside to focus on this Exactly. And it's such a it's a daily practice. It's like a moment to moment thing. It's mm-hmm. very deep. It's very <laughs> deep. Because it speaks to like the interconnectedness. It's yeah, very- what it reminds me of is like the day of my birthday, being in the cave, how effortless that felt to be connected, creating music, flowing. And then I think like maybe a day after or two days after was when we tried to record the first episode for season 10 or the second episode for season 10. And there was such like dissonance, you know, because not between you and I, but between the concept of speaking only in an energetic way without bringing the human aspect. When looking back on it, and obviously like hindsight is always clearer, If we would have approached it from a storytelling aspect or like conscious conversation, simply conversation, it would have been so easy to discuss that experience and discuss the energy and the magic that we experienced. But we were trying to complicate it by like using the right words or, you know, like whatever it was that we were doing um, that made it more difficult. And I think that's why that message of simplification keeps on circulating because truly it's so simple to be human. Like we just need to stop overcomplicating 
things that we don't even think we're overcomplicating. Yeah, it's it's very nuanced, though, because it's not just you and I, but I feel like the influences of others that then affirm how it is that we're showing up, because it does begin with us. And then we reflected back that inner world, inner auto world, because the example that comes to mind is how we're showing up and then how others view and meet us that then creates these expectations that we employed initially to have them feel like we are the ones that they can come to for certain things because of this platform that comes along with the pressure that we have co-signed basically you know yeah it's just very funny and I think because even with that like and now speaking it out loud even more it's like yeah the pressure could be there and people can have a perception and may or may not come to us for certain things that we've either put out or haven't put out that they can access us um but it's ultimately up to us in that moment of how we show up in that interaction so i think of again like if I truly in my heart and soul believe that I'm a being of love and light here to amplify or do, you know, just simply breathe. If somebody comes to me for something that's within my capacity that I don't feel drained and I don't feel like it's an energy vampire and I can help without exhausting myself, why not show up? But if it's something that I feel is like, okay, this is testing my boundaries or like crossing my boundaries and not even boundaries, but like my baseline of capacity if it's something that's gonna influence and infiltrate my capacity i can make the decision in the moment based on that i don't have to be so protective of myself i can just simply be and then whatever unfolds because of my being is what's unfolding and i can take it like moment by moment and it's always okay to say no because like with what you're you're saying i'm thinking of like okay like if we are presented with something that we don't feel called to engage in. Why do we feel the pressure that we have to, that we have to respond or we have to do something? We can politely say no and honor ourselves and the other. Because if we engage in something that we don't want to be doing, that's a disservice to both of us now. Like to us and the person that we're engaging with. But we can simply, with love, say no. Yeah, because I feel like it's, it's been the no the answer no has been demonized like oh how could you you know if you're like always open to being of love and being of service and taking it further than that complicates it it can just simply just be no yeah and I think that ties into what we're speaking about right now in terms of the pressure and yeah. things like that like the way that we're being seen or portrayed or portraying ourselves it's all deeply connected yeah because the no is very human too it's like no I'm tired right now or I don't have the capacity or I'm cooking or yeah like it can be it can speak the no can speak to our soul it can speak to our human it can speak to a combination of the two Mm -hmm. it can speak to so much without having to explain it over explaining why no is present even within ourselves explaining oh justifying and making ourselves feel okay with saying no and then taking it further and explaining it to the other person and that also helps us release the pressure and show up in a way that is 
honoring our wholeness, which is including the soul and the human aspects of ourselves. Yeah, with what you just shared, it really emphasized for me the concept connecting the saying no or experiencing my own darkness. Um, it emphasizes the image of what a being of light is and how that's not the full picture. And because we are humans, that's never going to be the full picture. So like you said, like, yeah, some days I'm tired and it's okay to say I'm tired and it's okay to rest. I don't have to act or pretend like I'm always full of energy because I'm a being of light. It's really crazy, the facade and the different mental pictures that can influence our expectations of ourselves and of others. Yeah, absolutely. It reminds me of the illusions and how we can create meaning behind things that aren't true to what it is. Like the concept of being a being of light doesn't mean that with light comes shadow. You know, the sun casts its light onto something, it creates a shadow. The higher the sun, the higher, the longer the shadow is along the sidewalk. It's that concept. And I feel that's so important. Like I'm having this realization now as we're talking. Yeah. Because there's been so many moments where I feel compelled to show up, even though I may not feel like I have the capacity to, because of this concept that, you know, it, it goes back to even the concept of being like a good girl or like whatever being of being of light is supposed to look like. But it's like, who created that? And we don't have to subscribe to that, although that is how um, expectations may have been created. Mm -hmm. First within ourselves and then expectations that we meet others with and mm -hmm. they meet us. And through this realization, I'm recognizing how much of that is overcomplicating what can be so simple. Exactly. That's really like the main takeaway right now. There's so many takeaways because I'm having so many different realizations within the conversation. But I feel like one of the biggest is. And it's all connected. But the concept of like the simplification, because everything other than that is taking us away from the experience and our center, no matter which way we put it, no matter the reasoning behind it or whatever it is, once you start adding lots of words to the experience, you're, no, you're complicating it. And we need to continuously return to the simplification so that we can concern, return to our center and our essence of being. And because as you were speaking, I'm like, yeah, of course, like the concept of the good girl or the light, like it's the demonization of the darkness, which has plagued our like human history from the beginning of time. And the more that we continue to make decisions and actions even though we're thinking we're doing it from the goodness of our heart to continue this being of light, we're feeding that concept and that's a separation in itself. So we need to train our minds to recognize that when it's happening and return to our humanness and embrace the whole experience, shying away from that concept of good and bad or good and evil, dark and light. It's just all, it's whole. And that's what makes us whole and human. Yeah, that's the one. That's the oneness right there. Mm -hmm. Wow, it just it touches on so many things. Going back to saying no, because I'm really receiving that right now. Um, 
how part of saying yes, even when no wants to be the answer, can come from, oh, how is this person going to respond to me saying no? Or mm -hmm. if I don't say no, and if I say yes, even though I really want to say no, I'm enabling whatever. It can be like a victim, a victimization, a codependency, something where the other person is feeling like out of their power. And in me honoring the fact that I truly want to say no, not because of their experience, just because of my own experience in the moment, I'm offering them the opportunity to seek the power that's within them. And it's different when I want to say yes because of the situation, the whole situation, my my circumstances, the other person's circumstances, and feeling like saying yes in that moment is going to deepen the connection and interconnectedness and the oneness. Mm -hmm. I totally agree with that, everything you said. And I think a good way of navigating the power of saying no, because there's been times that I preemptively said no, when deep inside, I know I should have said yes. And then like, as time passes, that inclination to wanting to help or like say yes, or do whatever it is I said no to keep surfacing until I act on it. But when it's something that's a true no, you feel it inside, like you either feel like a relief, or you feel something energetically that uh, affirms and validates your saying no. But in the case that you're somebody who could be like me, who who could be indecisive and go back and forth, like, oh, did I do the right thing? Did I not this and that? I want to highlight the importance of feeling within your own self after you make a decision, what that looks like for you so that you can continue to learn how to work with the power that you do hold within in your decision making and with everything. Yeah, that's a really good example, too, because it's not like a one and done, like, okay, I said no, and I really want to say no. And now I know when I want to say no, always. And like extending the grace and the compassion in every moment, even when there's sometimes is regret based on our decisions, and we wish like we could have changed course. Sometimes it's available for us to change course. And sometimes it's just to acknowledge like, okay, Next time I have a new opportunity and to not carry mm -hmm. like blame, shame or weight against our decisions because it goes back to we are human. Yeah, that's such a good thing that you're mentioning. I feel it's really important because when the the decision's final and you can't take back the no or you can't take back the yes and then you have those moments of feeling some sort of like regret that can lead to the guilt and the shame. We don't want to get lost in that because then the next time we're presented with having to make the decision, we're going to bring that energy to that moment and you're not going to be able to make the decision with clarity. So mm. I feel it's really important to take the medicine of, you know, the moment, the lesson, whatever it is. Take that, honor it, and then move forward with that wisdom. Don't totally like forget what you learned or what you felt or experienced but use that to empower you even more in your next decision. Yeah, because it's always just moving forward anyways. Mm -hmm. So we don't have to harp on something longer than the medicine that it is offering us. Yeah. And that's part of the human experience is recognizing all these things that we're mentioning and integrating and practicing that. It's all continuous practice. And it goes back to simplify 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 <laughs> it's 
Is this literally this way I'm thinking about this? Am I thinking, saying too many words, you know, talking too much on something? Then I'm sure that there's a simpler way to think about it, feel about it, and action it. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be my new thing. Is this the simplest form before I do anything? <laughs> uh, I laugh because I feel that's something we do often. It's like, okay, this is the new thing, you know? But this is a good new thing, um, especially because this is so fresh for us and this level of depth of mm-hmm. us bringing it forward in a way that we're anchoring it through words and then through yeah. action. It's a great practice. I think and it I'm, helps me with the integration on like within my way of being. I have to have something that I can return to to keep myself in check. Absolutely. Me too. But I find it funny anyways, because I recognize what's happening, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like funny, you know, here we go being human. (laughs) And it's nice because it all just adds to like the memory bank and it translates in how we show up because it's not to negate all of that we have done thus far to get us where we are now. Because I've reflected many times and in recent past moments where I'm showing up differently than I would have. And there's certain shadows that would show up stronger than they are now. Now I just recognize that as a thought and I recognize how I could have in the past shown up differently than I am now. So it's nice to -hmm. recognize. And it also highlights the continuation of the journey. Because recently I was thinking back like, okay, what else could there be? (laughs) And that's so funny. (laughs) Yeah. Like, of course. And And I like that. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I was going to say, I like that, like the moments of the reflection of like, oh, what else could it be? Or once we start feeling comfortable and then there's that moment of stillness, it's like the quiet before the storm, because then we're like deeply initiated into something and then we reflect and we get the realization or maybe not like we reflect and we're like oh yeah we made it we're here high living like it's great and then we get the reminder like okay there is more to continue practicing and learning just in our ways of being so it's it's such a beautiful spiral that i know like you know how we don't really know many things but the one of the things that I'm super certain about is that the spiral is forever until it's not, you know, that's that's my knowing right now. That's a good one. Yes. And it's cool because I saw a tweet a few days ago while I was in the midst of having like a really busy week where I wasn't feeling the most grounded, although I wasn't spiraling in the ways that I could have been once ago. I just recognized that I wasn't in my center in the way that I've known to be in my center up until this recent week of having this like ungrounded week. I recognized how something must be coming of this, but I couldn't pin what it was because I was in the energy in the midst of it all. But then I think two days ago, I saw a tweet that said, um, you're, there's a breakthrough about to happen, just like stay the course. And I recognize the timing because I reflected back on many moments where it's like the the calm before the storm or the storm before the calm, I should say in this scenario, but how there's like what can appear as like darkness or contractions before something new comes forward. And mm-hmm. this feels like 
what's coming forward and it highlights what you're talking about like the comfortability because like, I have been content up until like the last few days where like things were shaken up to like crack open an egg to a new life yeah and that's because as you're speaking I think of the different waves and the different seasons in my own personal life that I experience and the word spiral we between ourselves have used it in a negative way a lot of the time like oh I'm spiraling or I'm about to spiral or thank god I didn't spiral this time or like even what you just said I didn't spiral as like you once did Mm -hmm. and the spiral isn't it's the same kind of concept with like the good and the bad having a negative connotation the spiral doesn't have any connotation to it it's simply a spiral you know like maybe sometimes it's a faster spiral maybe sometimes it's a slower spiral or like whatever it can be there's a variation in that and the more that we learn to lean into that and not judge it and not judge ourselves or the circumstance in the situation we bring forward our ease of being into these different scenarios um and i think like for me i'm taking that with me because i can quickly judge a situation that i put myself in and be hard on myself and then recognize like oh I got myself out of that situation quicker and I'll like applaud myself in that way which obviously the recognition is great but the more I learn or unlearn to be judgmental of the scenario the more I will be able to embody my wholeness and my being in my wholeness yeah and that's true love mm -hmm. it's like true unconditional love to the self and life and all of it that's so powerful. I'm receiving that as well. You put words to that really beautifully. Um, and it's cool to recognize because right before I was mentioning about how I didn't spiral this week, you referred to the spiral in a positive way. I was like, oh, the one thing you're sure of is that the spiral is forever. And how we perceive it determines our experience as we spiral. To bring back the example of, oh, I didn't spiral this week in the ways that I once did. I welcomed, I allowed it. I recognized what was unfolding, even though I didn't know fully what was unfolding, but I recognized that I wasn't in this like calm serenity, um, contentness that I have been. I can still bring that forward, but I was still having these other experiences. And I was like, oh no, you know, and I feel it's, it touches on what you explained really well just now. Yeah. And also, I think of what you said, like the calmness before the storm, and then the calmness that's after the storm, it, it aids in my visualization of the spiral, because it's like the spiral is like always just like going. Like, yeah, it slows down, and then it'll pick up and like you do a huge loop, and that could be like the storm, and then you're not going to be like huge looping forever, it's always going to return. So just don't stay comfortable. <laughs> and it also, for me, it removes the perception of like how fast the spiral is going. And it helps me further honor the different paces of life that come forward and how there's sometimes, like you said, like it's a slower, it's a slower energy present. Sometimes it's a sped up energy and neither is good or bad so removing like that connotation is something that i'm taking away with me the concept mm -hmm. of good and bad being 
illusions. And yeah, not re- the light and the dark. It's that... You know, actually, this reminds me of something that I told you. I don't remember when, but it was like months ago that I was mentioning the illusion of duality, how duality isn't real. This, I feel, is circling me back to that concept (laughs) because, (laughs) like, while opposites do exist, every situation doesn't have the opposite energy attached to it all because I'm a being of love doesn't mean that I'm the opposite you I don't know like all I can't really like fully explain it because it hasn't landed but that's what this is triggering my memory of like there can be light without darkness it can all exist it can all not exist like it's so much simpler than the concept of duality to be continued with that one because <laughs> that you're taking me somewhere I'm, it's just starting to like okay <laughs> you know yeah yeah but it can touch on the simplification like how things are much simpler than we've let them to be and it goes back to the judgments as well like perceiving something as something other than just being you know it goes back Mm -hmm. to the concept of like oh the tree is ugly tall short whatever it's just a tree it's not even a tree okay (laughs) it's a tree because we said it's a tree right right it's like all of those judgments essentially it reminds me of the conversation we had when Corey was over, where it's like something is because we say it is. So as long as I say that things are simple, they will be simple. I just have to fully believe as I believe a tree is a tree because I was taught that I have to believe things are always simple because they are. They are whatever you say they are. We hold the power, which is a great message, reminder from this conversation as well. We hold the power. We determine the narrative. We are the storytellers of our dream, a.k.a. our life. We are just nothing. Okay. (laughs) So funny. I'm really grateful for this conversation. I'm grateful that we could listen back because I don't know how we arrived here. Like, we just started speaking at one point. I don't know at what point. But it feels good to be back here. It does. It feels really good, which is why I really want to bring the gratitude forward for all the moments that have passed that allow this moment to come forward and trusting in that continuation because it is all what could have been perceived as dissonance or not love and light that has allowed us to arrive here. So it's really thanking all aspects of ourselves to welcome in this deepening of this remembrance. And it's just wonderful. You feel me? Because it's like, wow. All had to happen how it happened to be where we are now. 
as with everything yes but it's cool because once ago what has recently transpired because have been perceived as negative things you know we even missed a week of having an episode and you know we were sad about it and all the things and even us connecting yeah today it took us a while to get here yeah i know it's all of that and it's just i have such a deep gratitude and i know i think i said this last time or when we 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 spoke off air the gratitude and i know like everything leads to the next thing but it's just so nice to look back and recognize the potency of all that has happened to allow this moment it's really beautiful yeah i definitely agree and i feel like returning to the gratitude is such a powerful tool because it can allow us to reconnect um not quicker but more like effortlessly because if i think back to last week when we tried to record and we didn't end up having an episode the gratitude wasn't there we were viewing it from like a a challenge as opposed to like oh i'm so grateful to be here to be breathing to you know like life is lit 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 is life you know we weren't in that energy we had overcomplicated things and the simplicity that gratitude brings forward is unremarkable you know we can't even put words to it beautiful yeah you said my sister me too yes. i'm just it's such a blessing i tell you because uh the gratitude that i was feeling just right now the last time i said gratitude was how much we've journeyed with in ourselves and specifically each other that we allow ourselves the time to arrive and give ourselves like we've extended our capacity for patience and compassion for each other and for ourselves to welcome in the flow of conscious conversations when we've strayed from the flow whereas mm -hmm. once before we would stop recording like okay we got nothing to record and sometimes we don't like last time we didn't because we weren't in that energy and we had things to uncover and all this stuff. But it just makes me really grateful for the sisterhood that we share. Yeah. Same, same, same. I feel like that's why I'm so glad this is recorded because I am going to listen back because I know in the beginning that's not going to make the episode because we were just talking. So I want to see like where the shift occurred for where we entered the flow state because it was just so effortless. I feel like it was after we started talking about simplicity, then it just was. It just was. Seriously, it really just was. I know, but it's just so funny because like I'm curious. I have no idea when it happened, like when, like from one word to the next, you know? That's what, how it happened. It was from like one word to the next. A breath to the next breath. Because I also felt like the the current was not sped up, but it was just like taken off or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, For me, it slowed down. Yeah, that's why it wasn't the right words. Mm, that's good, though. Talk on that. Okay, for me, like, so when we first got on and we were catching up with our personal lives and then we started speaking about like, oh, what are we going to talk about? Do you have anything? I don't have anything. 
it was like more of a faster paced energy. And then I don't remember like what I said or what was said. I know it was when I was speaking that like I slowed my pace down. That's when I felt myself enter. We were like already, it was a gradual buildup because you asked a series of questions that allowed the thinking mind to like move out of the way. And then the, you asked a question about like our past experiences, how they help us in this moment. And remember I asked you to repeat the question. It was because like I told you something like shifted in me. And then after that, like I felt the pace slowing down, like really getting into my body, into the moment, which allowed myself to be as opposed to like thinking, okay, we could talk about this, but not this, this and that, you know, like I removed that chaoticness, almost like a fast paced energy to the moment where I was just like really here listening to what you're saying and then feeling the response as opposed to thinking a response. Mm, I love that. I feel that in my heart, really, so deeply. And that's why I wanted to, you to touch on it, because yes, it was a slower pace. And from what you were sharing, it reminds me of, I don't know if it was on this conversation or earlier today before we recorded, I'm not sure, but returning back to our true pace and relinquishing whatever else that other stuff is. Yeah. And just now what popped into my mind is like in the beginning, once the flow hit, right now I feel like I'm speaking at a higher pitch and a faster pace from excitement of recognizing like being back in the flow. But when we first made the transition in, I know within my body, I was speaking at a lower tempo and a slower pace, which, you know, connecting to the root chakra and grounding into like that underworld, because that's what was so important to be spoken of, like bringing light to the different aspects of ourselves and being comfortable of being a full spectrum of light and dark. So I had to feel safe within my energetic body to go there publicly because I can feel safe in private with myself or with you, but to really speak on it and be like, hey, I'm actually human. You know, like I have this aspect and I have this aspect as much light as I have is as much darkness as I have. It's not something that I feel on our podcast we have comfortably spoken about in depth and me connecting to the tempo or like the pitch and the pace of those lower energy points allowed me to be in that energy and speak on it safely wow that is so healing that is so healing i feel like to ourselves because i feel it's it's deepening our love for ourselves and our full spectrum because there's like this like keep it secret, hidden, safe, mm -hmm. you know, to not welcome in. And it speaks to like how we can feel shame within ourselves for certain aspects of ourselves that we deem that aren't worthy of love or being seen and honored. And it's cool to have the tools of recognizing the temple, the pace, um, to see when that is present and when that's not either for ourselves or for someone listening, you know, because that's so universal. And we recognize that how the way we're speaking speaks a lot to what it is that we're speaking and our true essence in the moment. 
Yeah. And I think it's so important to normalize that again, like bringing the simplicity to it. When you said the word secret, it kind of triggered something inside of me because once we're living in secrecy, it's so easy for the shame and guilt to be formed naturally and it complicates things. You know, like what is a secret? Why are things secret? They're only secret because we don't feel safe or we feel that if somebody knew we would be judged and scrutinized for it. But as long as we in our hearts know ourselves and we know our decisions and we know the unfolding of our life, there isn't anything that somebody else can make us feel about ourselves because of a situation or a circumstance. And that eliminating the secrecy, eliminating that concept of having to do healing and hiding and in private or like cry in private or just feel in private, that frees up, frees us up. So I just wanted to add that little insert. That's so important because it frees us to be human always. Mm -hmm. And it's safe to be human always. And it reminds us of our power. I was going to sneeze. I was oh. going to sneeze. <laughs> oh, I wasn't sure what that was. <laughs> I was going to sneeze, but as soon as I did that, it went away. But yes, to what you said, it allows us to be human in our power. Yeah. And that's so powerful, I feel, because it's in those moments of like wanting to be in secret about anything is we're relinquishing our, our power to how we're perceiving an aspect of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I feel people who say like, oh, I'm an open book. They have this energy about themselves that's so light and freeing. And, you know, like it looks like it feels so good. And that's actually something that like I would love to strive towards. I don't have many secrets. Like, I don't feel like I have secrets, but I'm sure there's secrets somewhere, you know, Um but just like really working towards being myself in my wholeness always no matter who's around what situation I'm in like it's always okay to be myself and not have to hide any aspect of myself yeah to be free really mm -hmm. and it goes back to what you were saying about the safety we have to invoke that within ourselves and carry that with us so that we're safe to be always no matter whatever yeah. And to bring forward what you were saying too about the simplification of all of this, it reminds me of like grieving in Native American traditions based off of this show I was watching. So I'm not going to say like I know much about it beyond like what this show was depicting. Yellowstone. Based. Yes, I love it. <laughs> I love that show, guys. <laughs> So, but what they depict is so fascinating because they honor grief. They welcome it. Like if someone is grieving because of a lost one and just all ranges of emotion, like crying is acceptable. It's not something to want to try and stop. It, it brings forward that simplification of life, of all aspects of human life. And mm. it's safe to be expressed and lived in all moments. And it's not something to like feel uncomfortable over when it's not something that's all light and easy. I feel that's so healthy because you're not packing things into your energetic body that then get compacted into the physical body. You're really flowing through life with the different emotions that arise. You deal with it in the moment. So I love that. Yeah, and I feel it frees others when we are free. Just like you said, like someone who says they're an open book, 
it makes you want to pursue that way of being mm-hmm. as well and see how it is safe to do so by just someone else being in that way of being naturally it speaks to that as well and then it also speaks to welcoming and support and deepening our relationships and the love that's held in those relationships yeah and normalizing it because I feel like yeah it's normalizing it because I just think of a moment I recently had with um, family members and to me because I was surrounded by family members it was a safe space to like share whatever but not everybody present felt that way because of you know like different emotions and stuff like that and I feel like leading with that energy it helps normalize it so it's like no it is okay like you can share and not everybody has to react it's just up to them like the person the individual's own experience and we remain in our own experience and we allow others to be in their experience and that's how the safety is created through support yeah it's allowing yourself to be seen and held without influencing our experience and our experience that's so Mm -hmm. healing yeah and to tie it back to the simplicity it's because once we start like thinking and overcomplicating it like oh i can't cry i can't say this i can't do this we're confining ourselves and that's where the complication begins to arise so it's just really simple feel whatever you feel be however you want to be moment to moment it changes and that's it thank you for listening continue flowing in your own space by simply being If this resonated with you and you feel called, please be sure to follow us, like, and share. Until next time, wherever you go, give yourself space space to to flow. flow. If you would like to support us, you can check out our affiliates mentioned in our show notes or on our website at flowspacewellness.com and go to our affiliates page. We have affiliates with Greenfield Water Solution, which brings life back into your water, with Lil's Basement, which are handcrafted polymer clay jewelry incense holders and cute creations for your body and home, life-changing energy which supplies sound healing instruments such as crystal singing bowls singing pyramids and tuning forks the original himalayan crystal salt which is our go-to for salt to make soleil and then baja gold salt company which we love to cook with their sea salt you can also support us by leaving us a love donation any comments on our social media pages or our youtube and also sharing our podcast with your friends, family, coworkers, and anybody you feel would benefit from our message. Thank you so much for joining, tuning in, and listening to us and sharing this space. And we look forward to connecting with you in the future.